Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books and today I'm having a bit of a breakdown because things aren't quite final in the Marvel Universe. Let me break it down for you. I'm a convert of Blake Snyder's Save the Cat method. But like I do with all plotting systems, I pick and choose what I use. One part of Snyder's system I never use is the five-part finale. Because by the time I get past the dark moment, I just want the couple to kiss and live happily ever after. But I'm in the midst of writing an action-packed fantasy romance that requires a big splash of an ending. So... I'm going to buckle down and do each of the five steps of Snyder's finale. What are the five steps? Step one is all about gathering the team. Before your hero can storm the castle, he has to rally his supporters from the test allies and enemies phase and gather the tools taught by his mentors and remember the lessons learned during the fun and games. He might also need to travel to the location of the final showdown where there might be a strapping on of the guns kind of scene in which the team prepares for the showdown. Step two, executing the plan. This is the actual storming of the castle in which the hero enacts the plan. This should show the hero's growth and everything is going along well until bam! Step three, the high tower surprise. This is where an unexpected twist occurs. In a romance plot, this could be a sudden revelation or a significant obstacle that appears, threatening the happily ever after. In the hero's journey plotting system, the high tower could actually be the bad guy's lair or the place where the loved one is being held captive or that the elixir, that reward, is being kept. And when your hero and his team arrive, either the object or loved one isn't there. It's a trap. Or one of the team has been captured. Sometimes there's even a traitor exposed. The bottom line, the hero was overly confident, thinking they learned all they needed to know. But this is where the synthesis of Blake Snyder's thesis antithesis has to happen. And a new idea has to come forth. Which brings us to step four, dig down deep. Faced with the twist, the hero must dig deep within himself to find the strength, the courage, or the insight that he needs to overcome the challenge. In a romantic story, this might involve a character overcoming their fears or insecurities about love and relationships. And finally, there's step five, the execution of a new plan. Armed with faith, the hero steps into the unknown and tries something new, something that is often recklessly brave. Blake Snyder's examples are Luke Skywalker, who uses the Force in Star Wars and destroys the Death Star. Or Peter Quill in Startled, who starts to sing and dance in Guardians of the Galaxy, distracting the bad guy so that his team has time to build a, a weapon to shoot them. Speaking of Marvel, no one does the five-part finale better than the folks over at Marvel. So I'll be breaking down the finales of five Marvel movies. You'll note that I'm choosing films with some kind of a love story. And first up is The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk, starring Edward Norton, presents a compelling narrative that aligns closely with Blake Snyder's renowned Save the Cat screenplay structure. 
This structure, known for its effective storytelling framework, comprises various beats that outline a screenplay's progression. We're going to talk about the film's alignment within these beats, from the opening image to the break into three, offering a deeper understanding of the narrative structure as we get to the five-part finale. So starting with the opening image, The Incredible Hulk happens after the backstory of a montage of the credits showing the experiment that went wrong and made scientist Bruce Banner into the Hulk. Then we get a glimpse of Bruce Banner's life in Brazil, where he lives under the radar marked by seclusion and a disciplined routine. This opening sets up the film's tone, illustrating Banner's ongoing efforts to control his inner turmoil. For the theme stated, well, the theme of grappling with inner demons is introduced. Bruce Banner struggled to manage his anger and the catastrophic outcomes when he loses control embodies the film's exploration of human duality. This narrative thread highlights the delicate equilibrium between calm, self-restraint, and unbridled chaos, symbolized by Banner's transformation into the Hulk. For the setup, in these initial scenes, we are introduced to Banner's life in hiding, his work in a bottling factory, and his ongoing efforts to find a cure for his condition. This setup effectively establishes the stakes, Banner's goals, and the obstacles he faces, including the relentless pursuit by General Ross, who's one of the main villains in this film. The catalyst that propels the story forward is the accidental discovery of Banner's location due to a drop of his blood contaminating a soda from the bottling factory. This incident forces Banner out of hiding, reigniting the central conflict and setting him on a path back to the United States. Banner's internal debate is about whether to continue fleeing or to confront his past and seek a resolution. This is a crucial moment that highlights Banner's inner conflict and his reluctance to face the potential consequences of his return to his old life. The debate winner is Blonsky, the aging super soldier who outs the Hulk after shooting his dog, which is the opposite of saving the cat or later petting the dog, setting up Blonsky as an abominable villain. The break into two beat is distinctly marked by Bruce Banner's awakening in the jungles of Central America after transforming into the Hulk in the bottling factory. This pivotal moment propels Banner out of his cautious existence in hiding and compelling him to return to America. The decision spurred by his exposure and the urgent need to address his condition signifies a move from a reactive stance to a proactive one. It also escalates the stakes of the story, transitioning Banner from a life of evasion to one where he must confront his past and seek a resolution. The B story, primarily focusing on Banner's relationship with Betty, serves as an emotional counterpoint to the main narrative. Their complicated relationship adds depth to the story, providing insights into Banner's character and motivations. She humanizes his behavior as both man and hawk. His love for her is a key motivator in both his departure to keep her safe and his return because he's still in love with her. The moments shared between Banner and Betty provide a necessary respite from the film's high-octane action sequences. 
Betty represents the normal life that Banner yearns for, but is constantly eluding him due to his condition. Their interactions offer quieter, introspective scenes that allow the audience to forge a deeper connection with the characters. These scenes are so quiet, with yearning gazes and lingering touches. Ah, so good. It's a contrast in a film like The Incredible Hulk, where the action could otherwise overwhelm the narrative, leaving little room for character development. Betty's involvement in Banner's quest for a cure and her interactions with her father, General Ross, are pivotal to the story's progression. Her role in the narrative extends beyond the romantic subplot, directly influencing key plot points of Banner's journey towards self-acceptance. The whole fun and games portion of The Incredible Hulk answers the question, what if he lived as the Hulk? In this phase, the film delves into Banner's life as he navigates the challenges of his condition. We see scenes of him evading capture, experimenting with potential cures, and the transformation into the Hulk. These sequences are crucial in establishing the rules of the story world and Banner's dual existence. We explore the film's central premise and Bruce Banner's challenges with his transformation into the Hulk. The section of the film is also marked by Banner's intricate evasion tactics in his cat and mouse game with General Ross and the military, emphasizing his constant struggle to remain undetected. It also features several emotionally charged moments of Banner's transformation into the Hulk, highlighting the uncontrollable nature of these changes, except when he's face-to-face with Betty, where we see he can control it. We also get the answer to the question of, can he be the same lover for Betty? And it's an unfortunate no, as the heart rate monitor kicks into gear. You hear that, Natasha Romanoff? For the midpoint, the narrative reaches a turning point when Banner meets Mr. Blue, a scientist who might have a cure. However, this hopeful moment is counterbalanced by the heightened threat from General Ross and the military escalating the story's tension. The bad guys close in as Banner gets closer to a potential cure and the threats around him intensify. We also see that Mr. Blue has diluted Banner's blood and there's vials and vials of it. The military, led by General Ross, closes in and Blonsky undergoes a second transformation into the abomination, setting up a formidable antagonist for the Hulk. The all is lost moment occurs when Banner is captured by Ross, leading to a sense of despair. The cure is now a problem as the abomination wreaks havoc on the innocence of Harlem and Banner is powerless to do anything about it because he's given up his power. For the dark night of the soul, Banner grapples with his captivity, facing the reality that the Hulk might be the only solution to the emerging threat of the abomination. This introspective moment highlights Banner's acceptance of his other self as a necessary part of his identity. As we break into three, the narrative transitions into the third act with Banner's decision to not just confront the abomination, but to also confront the Hulk. He chooses to utilize the Hulk's power for a greater cause, setting the stage for the final confrontation, which brings us to the five-part finale for The Incredible Hulk. 
This is the third major battle in the film, but it's also a convergence of the internal and external goals for Banner about inner calm and external chaos. Step one of the five-part finale, gathering the team. Remember, the gathering the team phase typically involves the protagonist preparing for the final confrontation, often by assembling allies or resources. The Incredible Hulk is portrayed both metaphorically rather than literally. There's a scene in the helicopter with Betty, Banner, and the general where Banner tells them that they created this and they need to end it, but he has to physically do it himself. Bruce Banner is a solitary figure throughout the film and he needs to reconcile with and accept the Hulk as part of himself. This acceptance is pivotal as he prepares to confront the abomination. The executing the plan phase in Snyder's structure is where the protagonist puts their plan into action. In the film, this commences with Banner's dramatic decision to jump out of the helicopter, uncertain if he will transform into the Hulk. This leap of faith marks the beginning of his direct confrontation with the abomination. The subsequent transformation into the Hulk and the initiation of the battle in Harlem signify the execution of Banner's plan to stop the abomination using the Hulk's strength. Step three, the high tower surprise. This introduces an unexpected twist or complication in the finale. For the Hulk, this twist is the realization that the abomination is really, really strong. He's just as strong as the Hulk, maybe even stronger as the abomination nearly overpowers the Hulk in their confrontation. Surprise! This unexpected turn in the battle adds a sense of real danger and uncertainty to the climax as the audience witnesses the Hulk being pushed to his limits. Step four, the dig down deep moment is where the protagonist must find inner strength or realization to overcome their challenge. In the film, this is depicted through Banner's internal realization that brute force alone will not defeat the abomination. Instead, he needs to use his intelligence and the Hawk's strength in a more strategic way. This moment of internal strength is a turning point as Banner harnesses the Hulk's rage in a controlled and purposeful manner. A key scene illustrating this is when the Hulk starts to use the environment to his advantage, turning the tide of the battle through tactical thinking rather than sheer force. Hulk uses physics and makes a sonic boom with a clap of his hands to put out the fire on the helicopter where Betty is trapped. He Hulk smashes the concrete to trap the abomination in cracked cement. Finally, step five, the execution of the plan, is where the protagonist, armed with new strength or insight, carries out a revised strategy to overcome the final obstacle. Utilizing his newfound tactical awareness, the Hulk begins to outmaneuver the abomination using not only his strength, but also his surroundings and his banner smarts to gain an advantage. The climax of this phase is when the Hulk defeats the abomination and then is about to kill him with a heavy chain trying to strangle his opponent. Remember, Banner's fear was that he was a mindless killing machine. But it's Betty calling him back to humanity that stops him from ending the abomination's life. 
the final scene in The Incredible Hulk brings us full circle with another quiet and introspective moment contrasting sharply with the intense action of that climax. After the climactic battle with the abomination, Bruce Banner finds himself alone in British Columbia, Canada. In this scene, Banner is seen in a remote cabin, seemingly at peace in his solitude. He's packaging up a necklace that Betty had pawned to help him get free. It's clear he's sending it back to her. The key moment comes when Banner is sitting calmly and his eyes flash green, hinting that he might have learned to control his transformation into the Hulk. This is underscored by a slight smile on his face and the count of days without an incident resetting to one, suggesting that he is intentionally transformed. It implies that he has come to terms with the Hulk's presence within him, possibly even harnessing that power rather than just fearing it. Okay, guys, there's four more marvelous breakdowns to go. Up next is Doctor Strange. So if you haven't watched it in a while, or if you've never seen it, be sure and pop some popcorn and see it before the next episode. And if you want a more in-depth exploration of pacing, try out my patient or pacing course, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at AnnesWrites.com forward slash PTP for page turner pacing. You can also read more breakdowns and chat with others on my free substack at anesswrites.substack.com. In the meantime, you go and get them words and I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>